0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Black and Blurred. Hi. That's Darren. That's me. I'm Brandon. Guys, we had something planned for you today, and it's been thwarted. (laughs) Not quite. Yeah, it's still in the... It's still in the works. It's just that um, duty calls. And by duty, we mean Netflix movies that are boo-boo. See what I did there? (laughs) No, it's not not even a movie. it's a little it's limited a, series. It's a little docuseries yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a little series. Uh and it's called a Colin Autobiography series. What kind of mess is that? Oh, yeah. Well a little, we'll have time for that. <laughs> we'll have time for that. Now it's it's called Colin in Black and White. And um well, I guess there's really nothing really to build up to that. I mean, it's it's a little I mean, docu series about Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I guess we could just give a little backstory on who, 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 what and who Colin is. Yeah, oh, that's important. if you don't know about know, no, now, th- that is yeah. important, right? Because I think that um, the Colin Kaepernick that we see today, which which I don't really have a, we were talking about this yesterday. Well, why is he do- Why is he dressing yeah, I, like I that? I don't know. Let's just not. We're I, not I, there okay, yet. Okay, okay. You know? I'm just. I don't know what happened. Where did that? Wh- what? When did that happen? But. Um, episode 1. Colin Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh uh Colin Kaepernick, it was a uh NFL quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, a very good quarterback in the Greg Roman scheme who is mm-hmm. now our offensive coordinator and um he made it to the NFL, he reached the heights of the NFL, made it to the Super Bowl and caught caught, the the, <laughs> caught these hands. Yeah, caught it. The <laughs> caught these hands. <laughs> by the Baltimore Ravens. But hey, look, that's not why we're having this episode. Even though uh, we were smashing them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and somehow the Super Bowl light bill wasn't paid, mm-hmm. and the lights went out. And then, you know, you, we had a 30-minute break. <laughs> uh, and so they came climbing back and made it a good game, and um, they still caught these hands. But that's neither here nor there. What ended up happening with Colin Kaepernick and why his entire NFL career has been overshadowed, um, I actually do hate that this happened to him. Mm-hmm. I do hate it. Um, I don't. I can't remember exactly what had just t- taken transpired in the country, or if there was just something. You know, it was a uh, you know election cycle. Was um, it? Was it not a, a, a high profile killing or murder?
1: Right around the time where he started kneeling. Um, yeah. Maybe Las Vegas shootings.
0: I I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Can't remember um, But He kneeled He knelt mm, He knelt for the national anthem And It became a big thing Um, And I think typically Anything that happens in the country When you're a high profile individual You're a high profile individual There's going to be millions of people who agree and disagree The fire is stoked In media Mm -hmm. That's where the fire is stoked and so this is what I hate—the aspect of it that I hate. It was transformed into something it wasn't even that was not the case in the beginning. Right in the beginning, it was not an assault on any ideas of military. It wasn't an assault on the principles of the United States at the very beginning. His statements it reflected something closer to that he has respect and value for what the flag represents. Mm-hmm. And he hates the fact that, that those values are not represented in the country right now, or, you know, they're not valued in the country right now. And, and though we may be coming at it from different angles, there's, there's some parts of that that I can respect. Yeah. And I, I agree with a whole lot. Um, not only that his decision to kneel was directly a result of him consulting a military per- personnel, Mm-hmm. And him them having a conversation and saying, that, hey, look, I'm going to sit down. I'm not going to sit down. Because yeah. I mean, initially, uh, remember, he would just sit on the bench? Yeah, he would just sit yeah. on the bench. That's right. That's what it was. The military, and the military, the military guy said that was disrespectful, Neil, mm-hmm. um, that you can at least acknowledge the fact that this is what's, be, that's what being honored right now, but you are in some form of mourning mm-hmm. regarding that, you know, kind of like half mass, Nobody says, hey, put the flags down. Right. The flag still flies. It flies lower. Yeah. So as a result of all that stuff, um, even sports analysts became CNN analysts. Yeah. And in every sports event was like, are you going to kneel or stand? Kneel or stand? And there was this magical divide in the country. Oh, <laughs> go go figure. There was a magical divide in the country. And um Everybody was, are, are you for the flag Or are you against the flag And it became this flag, 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 flag thing And it's like, wow Where did that even come from Fast forward, even though we're not going to dwell on that now Fast forward now, the US flag is almost A hate symbol Yeah. The way all of these people talk about it And the right. way, like, it's sickening mm-hmm. How did that happen?
1: It's basically, are you for black people Or are you racist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the question they're that's asking the question. And that's
0: that's that's terrible Um so am I missing anything from that that prelude there? Well, I'd like to add that uh just so happened that he began
1: to nail when he was on the bench. That's true. He was no longer the starting quarterback. He was no longer the starting quarterback. That's true. He wasn't kneeling when he was, you know, kissing his biceps running in the end zone. That's true. That's all. That is true. And he also wasn't that good anymore. He played he a season so he played a season where he just he wasn't as good as he was the season before, yeah. and then he played again and he really wasn't there. Um, and who, who took his spot? Like Blaine Gabbert or something? Somebody I forget. Yeah, and he was on the bench. Peterman, I think. And he had time to think.
0: Um, grow his hair out. So okay, so look, so look, so look, so let's do this. Let's do this. I was thinking about this too. Let's let's be gratuitous on purpose yeah. because i think there's so much yeah. that we don't need to stoke it just is out there yeah what did he do that was good <laughs> what what was it what 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 can we celebrate right now and the, from what from from this from the beginning of that mess and in and, and those conversations and um
1: um i i would say um once again just like um just like we said about Derek Chauvin and, and uh George Floyd, there was an opportunity to talk about something real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um what I mean, what he's talking about is not something that he's completely fabricated and made up in his mind. Mm-hmm. Um I think the media ran with that story a little bit, but um I think the, the real the real heart of what he's talking about is um and you know, unfortunately I don't think it's something that we can change. Through kneeling, it comes from different cultures Um, because it's not always hateful. Even thinking about the documentary, some of it wasn't always. Some of that was exaggerated, Um,
0: very much so, very exaggerated.
1: And and then some of it wasn't hateful. It was just the way um, other cultures view other cultures. Yeah. Um, But I would say that you know there's something real about what he's talking about. The way you know black people are brought up in this country, and you know the the Expectations That people have for them uh, The way they should look The way they should dress The way they should speak um, And then those Do those expectations And that criteria Criteria Apply to everyone else um, And I and that's, that's, that's I think that can be A healthy conversation um, And I think that's what He was looking for Just for people to talk about it Media turned it into Are you racist Or are you for
0: Black people Well yeah They pick up and run With anything yeah. And I think that's a big thing Right I, I think that even there may be people listening to this podcast who have agreed with a lot of the things that we've said because of our conservative values. Um maybe even because of Christian values. I think I think people can lean towards Christian values without being Christian. Yeah. Um But yeah, I, I hope you guys understand that that our Christian values are a direct result of our love for the Lord. Mm-hmm. That that's the first thing. Right. Um, And so if we can look at this objectively, objectively, people based in this when he was kneeling, they would watch their respective news channels and then go out and recite whatever is being told Mm -hmm. to recite. Um, And I think the number one ingredient, the common denominator for everyone in that conversation was lack of listening. Right. No one was listening. So somebody kneels and it's like, you know how many family members I had who, you know, fought in the military and died? And then people who are um, uh, standing for the flag and honoring uh, the military, honoring, uh, you know, those who have fallen. People are like, you racist. You don't have any compassion. You're unsympathetic. Meanwhile, they have no idea what it's like for the last memory of your loved one who's in the military. To be a flag folded on their coffin. Right. Yeah. They, no one's listening. Yeah. Right. And I think that's because everybody's having their conversations with their echo chamber mm. in, the, in the media and the media is spiking it with steroids of hatred. Yeah. And then you just get sent out. Always. And I think that that was the most virtuous aspect of whatever Colin Kaepernick started at the beginning. Yeah. And now it's but he ran with it. It's gone. He t- he
1: heard the media's yeah, stuff man, and just ran gone. with
0: it. He's give me. A, I'm a sick of it. One one time. Do I have I'm, that? Yeah, I'm you do.
1: Sick of it <laughs> to the core of my spirit. I'm sick of it. I now,
0: mean, what were
1: you about to say? Nothing. Go, ahead, go ahead.
0: This is what I'm sick of because I don't want to make that general. And then we're gonna like let, let's pick apart this docuseries series for a second. But what I'm sick of is. The fact that uh, people don't seem to be talking about this this thought that there seems to be a specific character trait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> there, there's a, there's it's like there's like a Napoleon
1: complex. It's
0: sort of like that, but if instead of the shortness, it's, it's it's pigmentation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's melanin pigmentation, and it seems that the the loudest ones are either lighter skinned or mm-hmm. weren't raised in a urban context right you know to be more politically correct in the hood mm-hmm. um or or a mixture of both right. right right and and the reason that makes me sick is because the only reason you would feel that you have to serve penance for your lack of quote unquote blackness is because you've believed the world's definition of what it means to be black in the first place yeah and yeah. now you have some self-hatred yeah and some self-esteem issues, and you need to prove to the world, look, y'all, I'm blackity black and black black I Yeah, they,
1: that's why he's dressing like Shaft. And and it's, you know, it's like, dog, half of you's white. Yeah. Not only is half of you white, the people who raised you are 100% white.
0: <laughs> and you kind of like, you know. Through the money. Yeah. us. Yeah, you the, kinda, Let's start from the top. Yeah. Stop. Let's start from the top. Let, what, so, what, what, episode one? Yeah, man. I mean,
1: the thesis is... <laughs>
0: I don't know what the thesis is.
1: I mean, yeah. The thesis turned from black people are mistreated in America. Mm-hmm. This country has values, and it's not we're not holding the country accountable to those values. That's how it started. To now, no matter what you do, black people, you're gonna struggle. White people, you will
0: never understand. There's nothing you can do to fix it. And you're the cause of and every You're struggle. the problem. You're the problem in every situation. Yeah. In every situation, what this docu series now, now, now let me, let me, let me, let me, let me try to separate something real quick. Let me, let me include a dichotomy. As a viewer watching a Netflix show, mm-hmm. it was entertaining. Oh, yeah, I actually enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I cringed. Yeah, a lot. A lot of times, I I cringed a lot. Yeah, even as I'm thinking about some things, I'm cringing. Yeah. But I enjoyed watching it. I no, had to no, no,
1: from the outside looking in. One main problem I had is why couldn't they find an actor that actually has thrown a football? Because he life? was unathletic. Yeah. And it made me come sick.
0: On, I'm sick of it. Get somebody who knows how to throw I'm football. I'm sick of watching white no skin person that can throw football. Like come on, <laughs> what in the world?
1: I could. What's, the, what's the other that? joint? Mm. What's the other joint? I think it was basketball though.
0: And that was on Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh, them. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, He made me sick. So uncoordinated. Yeah, he could never you play. Couldn't find somebody who could ball. Yeah. Just knows what a basketball is because right. he looked like he hadn't touched one before. Mm. All right. Getting ahead of ourselves. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> so this 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 docuseries starts with a bang. Mm-hmm. And the big bang is actually not a new thesis at all. Right. It's very old. I remember having a, my, one of my ex-girlfriends in college mm-hmm. um. And we got in this argument because you know her freshman year of college, and we summer the summer uh, after freshman year she came back, you know, woke. Oh, she now, came now, Dr. now. So, did we talk about this on a, on a podcast already? I don't know. I don't, I don't like the, this etymology of woke and how? Oh yeah, yeah. We it's did. Ra- raised the last episode. Did we? thought so. Awesome. I think we were just talking to Joe in here. Oh, maybe yeah, yeah. Maybe did we talk about? We were talking it about woke church? A, yeah, right, right. So, I, I, I think that. This people need to know that the the understanding of woke has evolved immensely. Mm -hmm. And once upon a time, woke was a pseudo slur in the hood. Right. Where you're an individual who espouses foolishness guised (laughs) under the guise of an intellectual Here's an example, yo.
1: Every every hood movie had one in that group, Boys in the Hood had the one (laughs) yo. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: What's his name well, what well, like, you're, you're thinking of Don't be a menace though Oh, oh yeah They made yeah, a mockery Yeah, of you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> One fish Two fish Red fish Blue fish Yeah 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 Knick But the
1: dude In, the, in, uh, in, don't, in uh, Boys in the Hood It was one dude In that group That wore like a little Thing on his head Wasn't it Yeah um, And he would sometimes Say something about Consciousness And this and this, mm-hmm. and this
0: And that was the yo In your group That was woke Yeah 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 That was what woke was It was like you, There are specific sects of people, religions, cults, yeah. uh, five percenters, nation of Islam, um, you have a you have a Hebrew Israelites. You mm-hmm. got uh, the, you know there are a lot of things, and in and they espouse this information where they take different little crumbs of Christianity actually, mm-hmm. and they form it through the lens of hatred towards their oppressors. Yeah, Christianity and history, ge- yeah, yeah, geography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and, and and what they get from that Is this new religion That says hey we're on top You might not see it now But eschatologically speaking We're going to end up on top Especially Hebrew Israelites You're going to be yeah. our slave Edomites mm-hmm. um, and, and, and so we'll, we might have to do an episode about that But um, <laughs> So that's what That's what woke used to be Oh shout out to saints in society David and Izzy They gave us this hat I didn't say no to woke. You didn't come to Frederick with me. That's, that's all that is. True. We just got to take a trip. That's true. when would you go? Um, I can't remember, but it was like a month or two ago, two months ago. Oh, I was okay. Yeah, I knew you went then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have to go back out there because we yeah. got to have a planning meeting with her. But yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. Shout out, shout out. Look at Saints and Society. They have a lot of merch, uh, in, in it, and it's cool. So that's what woke used to be, and now it's in academia. Right. Everybody's using the word, but now it's like a good in in the the secular sense. It's a good thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, woke is a word you use for somebody who thinks that they are smart Mm -hmm. and they espouse foolishness. Right. You overstand me. You overstand me. So yeah, like like, I mean, what are we talking about here? So um, why was I? Oh, so this isn't new. What we saw in the first episode mm-hmm. I had this conversation with this ex-girlfriend And she came back woke After her time at Hampton mm. And um And she was telling me you know The NBA and the NFL Is modern day slavery And I was like Wow That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life <laughs> How could you be so stupid Yeah, I I wasn't saved back then But, like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Not only is it dumb, it's disrespectful. Yeah. It's disrespectful. If we had a time machine in Kunta Kente, in the middle of his getting whipped because he would refuse to conform and change his name, Mm -hmm. they paused it and said, Kunta, now jump into that time machine. And then he jumps into game six of the Chicago Bulls versus the Utah Jazz. And he steps on the court, and he's gonna be like, mm, "It's just like it. Yeah, this looks familiar." Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Uh, what? What? That? What what, did you, what was that phrase you just said to when, me? When? Uh, with the comedian, it sounds
1: like some commie gobbity
0: <laughs> Yeah, like
1: <laughs> it doesn't make any sense goop, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't so, make any sense for yep. a lot of reasons, yeah. Go ahead. And, 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 and I think where it stems from, if it's given any thought at all, where it stems from is a real place where we can acknowledge that maybe these billionaire owners aren't always pure at heart, mm-hmm. maybe the billionaire owners have skeletons that mm-hmm. we don't know about, mm-hmm. maybe the billionaire owners are racist, mm-hmm. maybe the billionaire owners uh, are, are womenized, womanizers, mm-hmm. you know, they're not mm-hmm. good people, all of them, yeah, but then to say. That it is also, because of that, they are the people who get paid millions of dollars to voluntarily play a sport that they grew up playing all their lives, that they love to play,
0: mm-hmm. is slavery? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Well, so that's the difference. That is the difference. And we're sorry for any audience members who aren't hip-hop um, informed. I'm going to revert back to old ways here for a second. But I used to hate rappers like Lil Wayne. I think I, th- I think that his you know er, like when I was in college he started his his lyricism actually got a little bit better but mm. but his lyricism was rooted in superficiality. Yeah. Meanwhile, someone like Jay-Z, their lyricism was rooted fundamentally as far as metaphors and the similes and the uh entendres they would u- he would use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Example, one line Lil Wayne uses. Oh boy. He said Eyeball like eyelid mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything. What does that? What does it even mean? Now, someone who's only superficially minded and, and 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 only can make superficial links, they hear that and they're like, "Oh, I bawl. like he's balling. Yeah, he has a lot of money, and he says that he balls like eyelid," but. Outside of the wordplay, the metaphor makes zero sense. There's no fundamental use of this phrase. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you can have lyrics like the theme song to the Sopranos plays in a key in life for my mental piano. Mm -hmm. I have a strange way of seeing life like Stevie Wonder with beads under the do-rag. Intuition is there even with my vision impaired. Yeah, that is fundamental lyricism when you think about that. And there's a lot to think about and break down. Mm-hmm. Theme song to the Planos, Sopranos is I Got Myself a Gun. He's saying that that plays in his mind. And it's all a mental image, and it has to be a mental image because he likens it to Stevie Wonder, who only has mental images. It's just it's very fundamentally based and it's way more depth to it. Why am I talking about this? Because those connections where you can say that the NFL or the NBA and liken them to slavery, you can only make superficial connections like what you pointed out. Right that's what you pointed out so and it not only can you only make superficial connections you have to ignore a lot of other connections in order to make it work so let's start with the ones you have to ignore you have to ignore the fact that the NFL and the NBA is not um filled with only black Americans right majority okay cool it's like seventy six percent black yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but it's not only right it's not only um you have to ignore the fact that um the majority <laughs> of black men who go into the NBA—I mean, I'm sorry—the all of the black men who make up the majority of the NBA and the NFL—they all made a decision to be there. Mm-hmm. You have to ignore the fact that they are all f- compensated yeah. over fairly. A lot of people complain about that too. Which the is- poorest NBA player, right, could take care of my loans, right? The poorest one, right? Um you you have to ignore those factors right um and so then you did come up with the superficial aspect the superficial aspect is are we dealing with humans yes do you have people judging humans yes mm-hmm. do you have um people who are in charge yes and you make all these stupid superficial connections and then you say so therefore it's just like slavery, right? What he said—a poke and pry—and yeah.
1: and, and you know what's different. What's you know what bothers me about that specifically coming from Colin Kaepernick is that he knows that first of all, that's a process. That's an interview, just like every job. Mm-hmm. So that means that every job in the workforce is slavery in some way. Yeah, there's an owner who pays lowly people to do work. Yeah, slave work. Um, but here, you know. The irony is that here you have Colin Kaepernick. Um, the reason I believe that he doesn't have a job today is because remember the Ravens were looking at him? Oh, yeah. And then there was a character flaw mm-hmm. that came from his girlfriend. Yeah. And the Ravens said, no, no, we're done. That's actually the one of the biggest pieces of an interview of a football player. Mm-hmm. Once they have the physical physical attributes, if they don't have character. Yeah, right. Most people don't want them. Right. So it's not just about their physical, you know, can they do this? Can yeah. How many people can they move? Can yeah, they do you that? Yeah, look real big. Yeah. No. You a beast. It's not just a physical, you know, how much money can you bring me? It's, hey, can, or can you stay out of trouble? Well, for the good organizations. <laughs> yeah, for good organizations, right. <laughs> for the Redskins, no. Right, yeah, I know, right. <laughs> you guys can, actually can you, are a toxic organization. Yeah. Can you stay out of trouble? <laughs> You're a toxic organization. Do you make smart
0: decisions? And and, and so to his point, and to what you pointed out as far as do some of these people have a power dynamic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's a secret. Do you know why they have a power dynamic? Because that's what humans do when any power is wielded. Right. That's what humans do. Now, here's the irony. The power dynamic exists with the race baiters now. Right. Because there is this power that comes in a form of victimization, and I'm going to leverage it every opportunity I get. I just Mm -hmm. saw something. I don't know the validity of it. I just saw a headline when I was picking up something at BurgerFi um, of the Phoenix Suns. Uh, owner or ceo or whatever it was who is uh being deemed a racist and a misogynist yeah um and so we know that process it could be very well true that that's the case but i don't i didn't know i didn't read into it i'm just highlighting the fact that that's where we are now you are a witch witch hunted and we also know and we've seen that you don't actually have to be a racist right you just have to be accused to be, this one. yeah a la dave Chappelle, right you don't right. have to be a bigot <laughs> which is an uninformed opinion or judgment, right? Mm-hmm. Which is so ironic because the people who are uninformed about the individual call them bigots. Right. Man, so this there's this power dynamic of um victimization and it's enticing um in outside of this superficial connection he makes with the NFL and slavery um and with complete disregard for how disrespectful that is mm-hmm. uh, I mean, can you imagine someone I don't know i i I, 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 I want to use this imagery, which I apologize to the listeners, but I'm just trying to get this point across and how disrespectful it is, but can you imagine a woman who is sexually abused mm-hmm. and then there's another woman uh who gets into a shouting match with you know a guy. And the guy balls up a piece of paper in frustration and throws it at her. It hits her in her head. And then she says, I mean, we've both been through the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's an obvious false statement. But not only is it false, you really think that what you just went through is what I went through? Right. You just diminished everything and every piece of pain that I've gone through. Yeah. And so we have these heroes in the past
1: Yeah, that's the irony, right? That's all he. That's all he talks about in his little monologues and soliloquies throughout the documentary. It's all these people who actually went through some stuff.
0: Yeah, they actually went through some stuff, boy. (laughs) He he bring it up. That actually makes me mad a little bit. I'm not. I'm not going to dwell on it. But I mean, not only that. Oh God, man, yeah. Um, but here's the irony. He makes there's that superficial connection. A, a ton connection. of irony in that show. Yeah, he, here's the. It he starts off with a bang. He makes that superficial connection, and then proceeds to show us his relentless pursuit into the NFL, right? As a mixed quarterback, and how uh,
1: he wasn't able to get there because of all the racist coaches that wanted to push for the white players. Yeah. Which one is it? Is the NFL <coughs> racist and doesn't you know like slavery?
0: Yeah. Right. Or is it for white people? Almost. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Which is it? That's a good person
1: point. narrating the show who's made millions of dollars. Yeah,
0: also, also, it's layered in irony. Yeah, and and I think that's the frustration I have. The frustration I have is that obviously, um, it's just another Netflix thing. But then obviously, no, it's not. No, it's, it's meant to teach. It's meant to divide. And it's teach meant to teach. And, yeah. I wonder how his parents feel, and if this is the case, because they seemed racist. I know, right, right. The, there, the, there were a lot of things I think you, we have to call out in that. what yeah. one? What were you about to say? Um, there's just a
1: lot of hyperbole, I thought. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, his parents, they made, they made it seem like the average white person, regardless of, they, first of all, they're not cautious that their son is mixed.
0: Mm-hmm. They don't, yeah. you know,
1: they don't, they don't. He's they, a
0: teenager now. Yeah. They had him since he was an infant.
1: They're not cautious that he's half white, half black. Um He even makes a statement saying, I wasn't always everyone's first choice because yeah. his parents wanted a baby and the baby wasn't available. So they said, we'll take the backup, which happened to be him. Mm-hmm. That, that happened. um but they also made a lot of comments, ignoring the fact you know he got pulled over by the police. Yeah, one time yeah. The police
0: drew his gun on yeah. him, and the parents are like, Oh, you dodged the ticket. Dodged so a bullet aloof is what she said. And oblivious. Yeah, dodge the yeah. bullet, yeah.
1: You know, yeah, just really yeah, like that's perfect. Aloof. I was
0: actually surprised they had those actors. Me too. Yeah, Ron, yeah, Nick Ron, Offerman. Ron, yeah, Nick Offerman, and then and the listening. woman from uh what is that? Red or what's the movie? Bruce Willis, John Malkovich, their old ex military special ops. Oh, you're talking about uh Yeah, read something. Right? Yeah. Retired something.
1: I don't it's not coming to my mind. Well, no. I don't know. But uh yeah, I
0: know what you're talking about.
1: But yeah, that was you know, I thought the the cast was pretty you know. Mm-hmm. Well. Except for everybody else. They yeah, couldn't act. Yeah, everybody acting else was, was terrible. Yeah, but it was a lot of irony in that way and and the parents they they, they painted this picture that every white person First of all, that he's the only mixed person that they've ever seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there was another black kid on his team that mm-hmm. didn't have the same experience. Yeah, right, right, right.
0: That that clearly wasn't going. Yeah. And, and he was, <laughs> as Dwight would say, full breed. Yeah. <laughs> full breed. Right, yeah. Full be black. Um, There were some small things, I thought, that was just so. And I don't,
1: you know, before you go to I don't want to diminish the reality of a
0: mixed child growing up. I think there's a lot of it, um, too. yeah. I think that we can even point that out. Right. Yeah. There were some aspects of watching that that resonated with me with us having grown up mm-hmm. playing soccer and baseball yeah. outside of an inner city context, right? Because right. we played in the right. county. We were always the only black guy on our team. Mm-hmm. There were some things that actually resonated with me. Yeah. But like you said, we're not going to have the actual conversation. We're all about um, hyperbolizing what's going on mm-hmm. so that we can continue this push for hatred, Two main things I want to highlight. Um, one is an actual main thing that I think is just all around the world. And two is just a petty thing that made me, you know, kind of cringe. Um, and it's also not true. One of the things um, they they have a uh, insatiable lust for Donald Trump. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's weird. Insatiable lust. Yeah. Now, here's what's interesting. One of those things even was a lie. Yeah, They even took They, they took they clips they Out clipped, of context yeah, They sure did um, And not only Did they take a clip Out of context They actually Like lied They played the voice Of someone And then put Donald And Trump, then put Donald Trump's Face on it. Yeah saying thug Like yeah th- Saying thug Why on earth Would they be doing that yeah. Unless they think You oh listener And watcher Are an idiot And you're gonna think What they want you to think
1: They also said One thing It was like he's sitting You know this Little side thing Had nothing to do with the show Really Yeah but it was like a white guy interviewing a black guy with locks. Yeah, I was about to say it. Um, Go ahead. You said. it. And he says, you know, wow, you're, you're really articulate and clean and all this other stuff. And he, Colin Kaepernick says, you know, people say that when they don't expect a black person to be Microaggressions. Crowed. That's what he yeah. called it. Yeah. Right. Microaggressions. And there was no clip of Joe Biden. No clip. Because he said those exact words he said about Barack exact Obama. exact
0: thing. Yeah. About Barack Obama. No clip. Clean, articulate. Yeah. Yeah
1: he's he was more explicit he said he's he's one he's the first yeah (laughs) the first
0: black guy that's clean and articulate and i'm going to try to find it good looking and so this is why some people are upset with us when we talk about things like that right yeah um it's because there is this uh this trend of hatred for donald trump yeah Let, let him consume you and let him take over you and let him evoke emotion out of you. And, hey, look, I, I imagine that that's the case in a Bible Belt or you go somewhere else in mm-hmm. Texas. It's probably the case for Joe Biden. Right, right. Let him consume your thoughts and let him whatever. I, I have no problem yeah. um, disagreeing with a president and never thinking about him. No. I have, uh. no, I, have no pro- I have no problem voicing my opinion and living in a way that I would like to live. Some laws I don't even live by. Right, because I think they're unconstitutional. Yeah, I don't enforce it on anybody. I don't like talking about it because y'all, you know, get butthurt about it. But I'm just saying, <laughs> there's yeah. some things I don't acknowledge. Yeah, there are some things, and I just live, and I just live, and I'm willing to deal with the consequences of that. But there are a lot of people who are so inundated with this information that that's the only thing they think about. And so, even with us being objective and saying, "Hey, you guys have hated Donald Trump in a way that is like," Almost like you love them. Yeah, yeah it's really unhealthy. And idolize yeah. them, in a way. Not only that, um, I, we can objectively say that, hey, our news and entertainment, our television and entertainment is heavily left-leaning. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's where I think majority of canceling is coming from. I think cancel culture is a human creation. I don't think it's a political creation. It's a human creation in the human heart. We do that. Um. But the fact of the matter is, you have these documentaries that can be about uh, the badminton World Series, a special documentary about what happened in Wimbledon, and the badminton. Do- and then you see something about Trump, and it's like, what the heck? How did this happen? How did he get in here? Mm-hmm. What? What? what in the world? Um, and so, uh, yeah, they're they're always ready. Hold on, let me try to find it. They're always ready to um, layer us with all of these. Trump quotes so that they can be sure that we hate him, which I'm I'm, I'm curious on why they want us to hate him still. Right. Um, meanwhile, it, they're not honest about everyone who's a politician, yeah. who has said things that are categorized in the way that you guys viewed Donald Trump. Yeah. If not, there, those things, if not worse. More explicit, yeah. If not worse. Yeah. And so, um, let me... So yeah, um but I'm I'm trying to find this clip. Uh, we can i we I remember going. Donald
1: Trump at a rally talking about Colin Kaepernick, like I just wanted to you know, rip him off the stage and I mean rip him off the field and da da get him off the field. Right. Uh and I remember thinking like, nah, you know what would be more unifying is if you said he's able he's all to do that.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and so that's the thing, right? The United that, States of America, that, that's, that's why we love this country. Trump, right? Donald Trump <laughs> stokes fires. Absolutely. Yeah. And a, he learned how to be a
1: politician too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he people loved him fires. because he wasn't
0: a politician, but he became one. Um, and so, but you're absolutely right. I think that, I think we talked about that in the beginning. But yeah, I would love. And there were, I'm sure there were individual conversations that say, "Hey, look, I don't disagree. I disagree with your kneeling, mm-hmm. but what the reason I disagree is the very reason I think you're able to kneel, right? And you should be free to kneel. Mm-hmm. I think that whenever. There is a disagreement that you believe should be enforced on someone. Right. And that's, that's tyranny.
1: And I think that was what people were pushing back against because they saw where it was headed. You got the entire, you know, you got teams discussing, hey, are we going to go out there or are we going to kneel? When it becomes the spectacle of the sport, it's no longer about the sport now. It's about how can we divide people? Um, you got Black Lives Matter flags. You got stickers on helmets. Yeah. You got all these, you know memorials and and, and statues popping up of victims and people don't want that. (laughs) Yeah. It's divisive.
0: Um, And like you talked about before, I think uh, the sports is one
1: of the most unifying things. Yeah. Nelson
0: Mandela. Yeah. It breaks down barriers and all we're doing in our sports is creating barriers. Right. And those barriers are created by news, media, entertainment, which, among those things, is this docu series. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no awareness being raised; it's only seeds of division yeah. that it's being sown. Do uh, you see any solutions in this docu series? No, you know what I mean. No. Um, there, there, there. I, I wish that my computer was acting right so I could look. Oh, here we go. We're good. Um, but there, there is a. There are some things that also weren't... Oh, that was another thing I wanted to talk about. There's this very subtle kind of like, I don't know why they added it in here, but he's eating the food of his parents that he grew up with his entire life, and for some reason they don't season their food good enough for him. Mm -hmm. That's so stupid. Right. He would only know one type of food. Yeah, that joke is only the case when you grow up in a Cholesterol, sodium filled inner city around black community and certain black community, you know, American community. But if you didn't grow up that way, I know black people right. who don't season their food. Right. right. I know half black, half white people who don't season their food right. to my He life. grew up white cultured. Yeah. So, you, you know like, what I mean? Like he
1: wouldn't, he, he kept saying things like, I walked into this hip hop store and it just felt like me. Yeah. Thought, yeah it felt yeah. like half of you. <laughs> Well, why would it even feel like it's That's what i That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like your entire. Your literal skin color. So, right? Hip hop is in our DNA, apparently. You know? Yeah, right. They are literally creating the narrative or, or running with the narrative that all black people are the same. Right. That's, That's exactly literally right. what they're saying in that documentary. Exactly, series. right. All black people are the same, and every single black person can um, identify with and. Um, what's what I'm looking for. Identify with. Uh. Empathize yeah. with everything that he said in that thing. Most people will look at it and go, dog, you're privileged. Your dad drove you around from training camp to training camp to training camp all across the country so you could try out for football. Yeah. Your dad called some well known coach to let you try out mm-hmm. for a summer camp for football. You were in quarterback camps. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what, are you, what are you what are you talking about? Yeah, you didn't grow up like I'm looking. I'm waiting for the part where he." Why he's kneeling. Like I, I, like where's the part at where you're kneeling? Where's the part that happened where this cop
0: pulled you over? You, you
1: know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, where is that part? Yeah. It's okay that you didn't experience that. That's right. a blessing.
0: Yeah. Well, that's not the black experience. And so yeah. this is what this is what, what it is. Um the in that Napoleon complex, we gotta come up with something, some complex, and I don't know. What what was the homeboy's name? The Colin Complex. What's, huh? what's the homeboys from Dragon Ball Z? Blacky Black, yo. From Dragon Ball Z, what oh, Mr. was. the Popo? Mister Popo. It's the Popo Complex. The Popo Complex. It was on purpose, though. They called him Popo.
1: <laughs> it was. It was, yo, it was Japanese, Japanese. They're yo. not
0: stupid. They they called him Popo on purpose. Mm. Like poor? No. Like police? Really? Yeah. How do you know? You don't know this. I'm telling you, it's yo, your opinion though. But it is. That's man. what I'm saying. You get, if for the listeners out there, that's the Humble way barbershop opinion. barbershop what? talk. <laughs> Acts that way. It's very certain. <laughs> it's very certain. Double opinion on the facts, man. Look but, it up. But with that popo complex, pink looks. um, w- what has happened is there is a very real kind of like awe mm-hmm. regarding Black American culture, right? And, and 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 I love, I love the culture we yeah. grew up in. Yeah. I love, I love a lot of different aspects of our culture. I love gospel music, mm-hmm. like the fact that. It's, you know, the black American gospel music. Mm-hmm. I love the old kind of like you can hear the pain and the perseverance through it. Yeah. I love hip hop. I love rhyming. I love dance. I love rhythm. Um, you know, I love those things. I love making fun of each other. Right. <laughs> I love bagging on each other. Like, you know, that's what we grew up in. We, mm-hmm. we grew up in that stuff. Um, yeah, they're, they're, I, I love those things. And then we also experienced being outside of our culture and people being drawn to us, yeah. right? Where it's like, wow. We talked about this on other episodes. It's like, wow, that's inc- that's so cool. That's this, and we think that that's beautiful. Yeah, because if we went to another culture and things that we found and were fond of, we probably do and say ignorant things all the time. Yeah. But in today's society, you're not allowed to be ignorant. Right, because the whole "I've been tied," you, yeah. Why should I have to, you know, give you this information? <laughs> so why do I gotta do this? I don't know why it's like a, you know, hybrid woman man black pe- black preacher. But I'm just saying, yeah. you know, that's the way it is. And, uh, I think that um, a relational tool for any reconciliation is definitely forbearance. Yeah, <laughs> like, but you know that just doesn't exist anymore. Um, and I'm going to read this quote from Booker T. Washington, who is a black American, um, which I didn't see him on his list. No, there's a lot of people he left out. Yeah, I didn't see Booker T. on his list. He left out Martin Luther King. And so (laughs) this is a this is a quote from Booker T. Washington says there's a class of colored people who make a business of keeping the troubles, the wrongs and the hardships of the Negro race before the public. Having learned that they are able to make a living out of their troubles, they have grown into the settled habit of advertising their wrongs, partly because they want sympathy and partly because it pays. Some of these people do not want the Negro Negro to lose his grievances because they do not want to lose their jobs. Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> this is 1915. Right. At, at, the, at the latest. Mm-hmm. Booker T died in 1915. So- this has been going on, and it's 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 a it's a class of people s- distinct from those who wanted to fight to end oppression. Right. See, there's a difference there. There's a real evil happening, and it's like, hey, we have to do something about this. And then there are people who are like, I mean, you know, don't really do nothing about it. Let's let's make a business out of saying we have to do something about it.
1: Right. If Colin Kaepernick was super black woke, he would go to Chicago and be like, Hey, look,
0: y'all. Yeah. We got to stop killing each other. Well, there's a point to that, right? In the documentary, as they were celebrating the hip-hop culture, celebrating Alan Iverson, how he was bringing hip-hop in there, they were playing, and guard your little one's ears, for those listening, Ludacris' song, oh, yeah. I've Got Hoes. Yeah. Now, right. can we have a conversation? Right. Because you lined up the black players in the NFL and talked about how it's sub- they're subjugated. and sub-, uh, sub What's the word I'm looking for? Subjected. Yeah, subjected. <laughs> um, and treated like animals and called beasts mm-hmm. and called all these different names in a, in a very superficial way that you did not acknowledge was superficial. Mm-hmm. You made it seem like it was fundamental. Meanwhile, black women are fundamentally
1: yeah.
0: treated as less than. Right. There are millions of black women. Within hip-hop culture. Yeah, within hip-hop yeah. culture. They serve one purpose. Mm-hmm. You're to look at them. See them, become aroused, treat them as someone to appease you sexually. That is it. If you happen to make it as an artist and you're a woman, then guess what? Make sure you look in a certain way where people can look at you and be aroused and look at you as someone to appease them sexually. That is it. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about how black women have been left alone by black men, have been abandoned by black men? So, therefore, there are men being raised by women who don't know how to treat women right. by a black man. Can we talk about that? Can we have those conversations? The fact, the reason we don't take you seriously when you bring these things up is because you never want to talk about that. No. Nah. They never want to talk about that.
1: Yeah, you bring that up and you go, that's not the conversation right now. Like, when is it?
0: <laughs> that could be a root cause. Yeah, they never want to talk about that. And this is not from a self-righteous place. Yeah. I, I subject, subjectified.
1: Mm-hmm. Objectified. objectified,
0: objectified. Good grief, I can't think. I objectified women.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what it is. It's someone who's attractive and someone you want to meet your needs. That's it. That is completely it. And that's all hip hop culture does. That's all, right. all it does. All right. That's absolutely. And the it. same there award show no where you have purpose. Queen Latifah walk
1: down talking about you know what was that one the award show? What? Women empowerment, where all these women got on stage. In the same award show, you got Queen Latifah and Oprah Winfrey and Beyonce and all these women get upstairs wearing white, talking about, you know, me too. You got Nicki Minaj in the next segment
0: twerking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's just yeah. like. Come on, man. Mm, You're like, Let's be real. Like, can we be real? Right. Can we be real? Like, seriously, think about that. And, and, the, and the women in hip hop culture are actually treated like dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually treated like dogs So At the end of it all I think um, um, I might be leaving some things out But you can genuinely miss me Until everybody wants to ha- actually talk about some stuff right. Like if you're actually talking about growth And positive Which from our perspective the only growth, the only uh, noteworthy growth comes through the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. comes through the light of the world who is Jesus Christ, and therefore we, too, live as lights in this world professing the same thing. And so if you think that the biggest issues with this world is white people, then you have no reason um, for violence in non-white parts of the world. <laughs> right, right. You have no reason for it. As a matter of fact, you have no reason for violence in uh, black, predominantly black communities in this country. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you can talk about where it came from. Like you can even say, I'll even see that to you. You can say, Hey, guess what? The only reason there's violence in Baltimore and Detroit and Chicago is because the white man created these ghettos. Democrats they created these ghettos and and they enslaved people and they put them on uh, you know unemployment and 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 uh, what's it called? Uh, Medicare, meta, all that yeah, stuff Yeah, yeah, welfare, welfare, they put them on welfare And they started um, um, Man, giving prizes to women Who don't have a man in the home, but have mm-hmm. more kids Oh, we talking about Democrat policies that's a, It was a different conversation, but hey, it's real you're going to talk about that and, and and so, that's the the only reason that happens Because the white man put them there And it's like, okay I'll give you that So who's making decisions tomorrow? Right <laughs> Like when when, when something happens And something goes down tomorrow Who's making that decision Do you think that your people Are automatons Controlled by white people Or do you think that they are oppressed Where they're still individuals And they can make their own decisions Because if they're individuals That can make their own decisions Then now we have to have A different conversation Mm -hmm. And that's never popular You're not going to see that on Netflix No As a matter of fact If you talk about it You'll get cancelled Yeah but guess what? We've already been canceled. <laughs> right. Our debt. Our debt in Christ. Yeah. I love it. So here's the thing. At the end of the day, I think I give, if I'm honest, give that docuseries um one star.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the one is for entertainment only. Yeah.
0: Um be because even if it wasn't about the things that I hated, like what you brought up, I I, I can't stand the acting in that movie. Yeah. Or the thing. Like and I'm a stickler. I, and if you've talked to movies, you know this about me, but uh-huh. if, if anyone's talked to me about movies and TV, I'm a stickler when it comes to grading things. And I don't like it that Colin Kaepernick can't yeah. throw a football. Yeah, I know. I don't like that. Yeah. Robert Townsend yeah. and whoever else helped direct and Ava DuVernay. Like, but, you know, she's made some good stuff in the past. Yeah, but um, Find anyone that has thrown a football Yeah, before. dog. Where'd you find him?
1: I mean, they got this dude going.
0: Yeah, and a ball going
1: seventy yards.
0: Come on, mm, I don't Let think him so. Throw it, gosh. I don't think so. Let him throw a football.
1: Even pitch a baseball. It was like yeah, a little strange. Yeah, yeah. Um.
0: But yeah. Uh. Did do, do we leave anything out in this? I, I think this is what we're going to see from him. From the time yeah, they, he's
1: embraced like this whole, you know, super woke black yeah, dude
0: thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. And I hope every white person in his life can jump on board or just be, not do <laughs> That's around, the I mean? That's the
0: popo complex because, yeah. and that's why also in the Black Lives Matter, like mainstream thing, the woke thing, the most adamant and vile and vicious people you see are white Americans who are yeah. just left leaning because they have bought into the lie that this is what it means to not be a racist. You have right. to do these things. And so, therefore, they have to do their penance and use their speech and their anger and everything else, and they end up actually being racist. Yeah, and it's you know as a result of that's it. really, cringy. It's, that's so really cringy. it's so bad. It's so bad. And and so this is what I want to tell. This is what I want to tell to um, light skin uh, or dark skin mm-hmm. Black Americans who have lived their lives feeling like they do not fit the American mold. Even with us growing up in West Baltimore City, there were times people told us we did not fit the mold. We speak articulately. Mm. We have two parents. They called us the Huxtables. Good grief, if they Uh knew what that meant today. They called us the Huxtables. They told us we talked white. We played soccer. We played a white sport. Played baseball. Played a white sport. All of this is rooted in ignorance, and it's rooted in ignorance because it's human beings. Mm -hmm. It's human beings. There were no white people attached to those things. Right. That was all black people. And we grew up in the hood. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. So, to you who is growing up with this identity crisis, especially in the wake of today where there's nothing but rampant stupidity regarding identity and what it means and everything else that's being promulgated regarding who you are is nothing but superficial, toxic things that dissolve, (laughs) that dissolve in the air. Find your identity if you are not. A Christian, you you need to find your identity in the one who made you. Mm-hmm. Ask that question. Seek him. I, I'm, I can see and I can be vague in that because I promise you the answer lies in Jesus Christ. If you are a Christian, find your identity in him right? and, and love your heritage. Your skin color does link you in a way to a specific heritage in his country. But that heritage is not defined by how others define it. It is not defined that way If you grew up in a out, Outside of the city context And you have a lot of white friends Or a lot of non-black friends Of whatever well, Then celebrate that right, right. That's the diversity right. of humanity It's the diversity of this country Do not let people who feel sorry for themselves And hate themselves Make you hate yourself Because that's ultimately what it is right. We've seen it all throughout school People feel bad Because they're stupid so they make fun of you for getting good grades. Yeah, how dumb is that? People feel bad. You're studying. Yeah, you yeah. did your homework. Yeah, it's 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 very dumb. It's very stupid, and that's all we see today. And so, I in that respect, I feel sorry for Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I know. There because there is like this this self hatred thing yeah. that he has going on. You feel bad for the fact that. You did not grow up having the quote unquote black experience, mm-hmm. which I, I'm still questioning what that is. I don't know what is yeah. what is it? Is mm-hmm. it being arrested? Is it being shot at? Is it being on drugs? <laughs> right. Is it having family members who are on drugs? I mean, what have we concluded is the black
1: experience? How about you grew up grew up blessed? This dude was adopted into a family that loved him, cared for him, uh. made sure that he got good grades, right. and was able to play in the NFL. Yeah. He's in the top one percent of the world. This is just my
0: opinion. <laughs> This is just my opinion. There's, I believe that there are aspects about that that you just named that he feels guilty. Yeah, and so we're seeing him act out. What about penance. the
1: extra? What about the the v black people?
0: Yeah. who grew up like that? Right.
1: Colin Murray didn't grow up. Yeah. Uh, in from in the hood. Right.
0: Pat Mahomes. What about these people? Yeah. Pat Mahomes just playing football. Yeah. Not being in the conversation. Yeah, and they don't need to be. Like the, the people are being forced to show that they deserve to be in society, right? And who's running the show? I promise you, it's not all black. No, <laughs> it's huh. not. It's not. Um, and so Colin now is another uh, pawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I feel sorry for him, but I hope that he. I hope that this identity struggle doesn't last for him, and I hope that he finds some comfort ultimately, and the one who made them, um, and that people like him who are struggling, who have, have received the, you talk whites, and have received the, your Oreo cookies, and have received from all the people who look like you. Yeah, I hope that you can find comfort in knowing that you're not a mistake, that the black experience is not a monolith, and there's beauty in all of it. Mm-hmm. And so stop taking your focus on what people are saying about you and put your focus on where the beauty is around you um, and find that beauty so that was a lot but i'm glad we went through it yeah um we will have another freestyle episode for you guys because we got some other things to talk about it's
1: a lot there's <laughs>
0: a lot man and then we're gonna we're gonna like for the next few episodes we're gonna have some planned ones um we're gonna talk to a um uh dentist and we're gonna talk vaccine and we're going to talk COVID for dentists and um, information on other treatments outside of the vaccine. Uh, We're also going to talk with a sex trafficking specialist um, because we're going to start talking about that. That's the the prolific evil in the world that just doesn't get spoken about. Yeah. So um, thank you guys for rocking with us and staying tuned to this episode but we hope to see you on the next episode of Black and Blurred where you are guaranteed to hear one of two things our humble opinion or the facts. Holler at us. You forgot this sound, didn't you? Uh Yeah.